Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to Dear World Love Delilah's Thursday Tea Time Mini, a bite-sized bit of motivation and encouragement for those moments in which, well, a whole episode is too long for the time you have. No episode at all. Well, that's way too short. But half an episode, half an episode is just right. So, Thursday Tea Time Mini is me, you, my sweet and creamy cup of yoga tea, and the whimsical quote that is attached to the tea bag. Here's to this little moment, and I'm super glad that you're here with me. Let's get our tea on. Preach kindness at all times, and when necessary, use words. Mm. So this Thursday Tea Time Mini comes to you from another hotel, and it's super early in the morning, and I am on my first cup, so <laughs> you may hear me sipping through the episode, um, because yeah, <laughs> me needs it. <laughs> um, so I love this. I love that these quotes, uh, they have like a little twist. They feel sort of cheeky. <laughs> they feel like sneaky wise as though the one who wrote it is is smiling uh pointing at you saying you see what i did there <laughs> they take us out of the box we're in uh, when we started reading them and they force us to see that we're in a box right and it does it with just a few words like in this case 10 words preach kindness at all times and when necessary use words. Super awesome. I love it. I love this. Um, I hope you guys like these Thursday tea time minis. Um, I really just wanted to be able to create something that was short enough, uh, that you could kind of fit it in. Right. Um, so yeah, this one makes me think of something that I saw or heard somewhere that went basically like this. If you have to choose between listening to a person's words and listening to their actions, choose their actions. So, yes, it, it sort of plays on the concept, the classic concept of one's actions speaking louder than words. But I think it's a little bit deeper than that. And don't worry, it is related to the original quote, which we will get back to. Hmm. But to go a little deeper into this, uh, one thing to keep in mind is that the statement, you know, actions speak louder than words or the idea that when we're forced to choose between a person's words and their actions, it would be wise to choose their actions is that while we need to heed their actions, it does not mean that to assume that their actions reflect their intentions uh, or their hopes or what they want for you or what they want for themselves, right? Assumptions, they're dangerous things. What it means instead is that no matter their intentions, no matter how good their intentions are, how innocent, how honorable, the actions are speaking the truth currently living. Does that make sense? Um, what we want to do is not always the same as what we're capable of doing in the moment, right? Sometimes it's because we're incapable of doing what it takes, not yet, 
you know, not then. Um, maybe we don't have the tools or the coping skills. Maybe we don't have the emotional intelligence or the insight. Maybe we just don't have the damn emotional energy. Because come on, let's get real. This life, this life can be really difficult, really challenging. This life, by nature, often feels counterintuitive. Perhaps because it's not our natural state, like natural with a capital N, you know. Being human is not our truest state. We are energy. And it's almost like we know this, this state, um, the way in which our energy is currently stored, this frequency, this state. It's like a deep, real part of us knows that this is not our norm. This is not our truest or our most natural. So it's hard. It's hard because we're constantly trying to understand. Or maybe in some cases, trying to avoid understanding. It's hard because we're constantly trying to figure out who we are, what we are, and then we're trying to be our best at it, right? We have values and we try to be our best at living them. We have relationships and we're trying to be our best in them. We are constantly trying to be our best and our best can be freaking exhausting and sometimes just too much. And so sometimes we hang up our hat, we take a break at trying consciously or subconsciously for a moment or for a decade, some of us until the day we die. And that break, that is where we sort of discover our threshold. Now, not being our ideal in a moment is not the same as not being our best. Let me say it. Let me see. I'm going to say that again. Not being our ideal in a moment is not the same as not being our best in that moment. When we struggle, that is still our best in that moment. For many of us, our ideal selves, our best selves, um, the two rarely match up. And I think this ultimately defines our journey as a human, um, our, as spiritual beings having this human experience. And our words and the gap between our words and our actions, they are where the gap between our ideal and our best is displayed most often. Methinks, <laughs> methinks. Um, so sometimes we can conceptualize what it might be like to do what we want or feel that we should do, right? Our ideal, what it would look like. But sometimes we don't know where to start when it comes to reality and all that encompasses it, all the incredible, unpredictable variables. I, am I making sense? Like. I know it, man, I know I feel like I go all over the place, but I also feel like I'm in the right place. So I'm just going to kind of go with it. Um, there's also a great chance that I'm only making sense to myself. So I have to check in once in a while. Uh, but how about this? Have you ever started a conversation in your head? Maybe you had to confront someone um, about a way in which you felt hurt by their words or their actions. Maybe it's a loved one who hurt you or a coworker who you feel is not carrying his or her own weight. 
or maybe it's the customer service representative who you'll have to talk to to get a refund or an exchange on an item that you bought, um, but about which you're less than satisfied. Okay, so you have great intentions. You want to be fair. You want to be mature. Um, you want to you practice the conversation in your head, how it would go, because they would understand where you're coming from and you'd be able to forgive them because none of us are perfect, right? So you talk it out and they would apologize and then you would too, maybe if you feel the situation warrants an apology. Um, and then you would thank them for being willing to like hear you out. Uh, for just being cool about it and recognizing that, like, you know, they're doing their job really well, right? Then the moment comes and you approach the person. You are kind and you are fair, just like you practiced. You're reasonable and you use a calm and kind tone and the right language, too, like I statements and feeling words. Right. And when you're done, you smile, maybe even a tiny bit proud of yourself for being an adult. Um, my sponsor used to say, you went and put on your big girl pants, didn't you? Good job. <laughs> so you went in there and you put on your big girl pants. Um, and then, well, they went off script. They went off script <laughs> or they didn't get the memo. Maybe they tell you that you're overreacting or that you quote unquote shouldn't feel this way or that it's your fault. Maybe depending on their coping skills or on their communication skills or the, the lack thereof, they get just plain nasty with you or they just say, okay, with an eye roll that they perfected as teens which I don't know about you, but that eye roll can have me from zero to ninja 10 times faster than someone saying something out of hand. Uh, and then, then it's like, oh, oh, hell no. And the earrings come off and the shoes come off and it's on. And you look around and you see that no one else is watching and you think, I can't choke my kids out without going to jail, but I swear I could pop you square in the nose right now. And you wouldn't have a single damn witness. <laughs> <laughs> right? But you don't. You don't do that. You don't do that. You want to. Um, and that's okay because we can't control how we feel, right? But you don't do it. Um, but still, the result, your reaction, where it goes from there, um, it's probably not how you envisioned it, right? Maybe you raise your voice. Maybe you revert to, nah, you do. Or. <laughs> Or like your mom, right? Or maybe you just out eye roll them, um, make some condescending remark like, "Of course I can't count on you to be an adult about this." <laughs> Whatever, I'm sorry. I even tried to be a bigger person, right? And then you walk away, and then you go talk about them to someone who you know will confirm how much better you are than that stupid jerk face, <laughs> right? Oh, and then at the end of it all, maybe immediately or maybe before you lay down and it's still running through your head, uh, even though it shouldn't be because you tried, right? You realize you're not really proud of how you behaved. Uh, it's not how you wanted to behave. It's not how you had planned to behave. It's not how you want to be remembered or thought of. And you really, really tried. It's just that at the time, despite your intentions and your efforts, the result was just the best that you had at the time. 
and your actions, while the other person may have a different interpretation of them, did not necessarily mean that you don't like that person, that you don't respect them, or that you don't care. Those messages are not necessarily the truth your actions are speaking. Your actions might simply just be showing where the cracks are. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes a person's actions are absolutely saying that they don't care, <laughs> that our well-being is not important to them, and we have to listen to that too. Essentially, it is still simply that they are showing us where the cracks are. And while we may see that they do care and are trying, and that those are just their cracks showing, we have to be careful because the cracks that we have the parts of us that we call our flaws or imperfections, the gap between our ideal and our best, they're not excuses. They do not replace personal responsibility. They may explain someone's actions, but they, they can't always justify them or make them acceptable when they are unacceptable. And we have to be careful because we can see them in others we can have compassion for them. We can even try to help them or forgive them, hope that our best can balance out those shortcomings. But some of those cracks, some of those cracks are wide and they are deep. And if you insist on trying to fill them or to bridge that gap for them, you can fall in and they can, they can swallow you up whole. And they can have you walking around in the darkest areas of another heart and soul while you lose your own, your heart and your soul, your true self, your best. You can lose it in that darkness. And the cracks of others can be pits from which it is so difficult to return. But I feel like that is actually another conversation. <laughs> Perhaps I digress. Uh, it's funny because as I go back and read the T-Tag quote again, preach kindness at all times and when necessary, use words. Even I think I might have gone a little bit off topic. <laughs> but here's the gist of it, okay? Our words often represent our ideals or our commitments or our obligations. Our words represent our wants, our shoulds, and maybe our hopes. Our actions represent what really is reality, at least in that one brief moment. So as it relates to the quote, kindness, show it to me. It is so funny the tangent this quote sent me on when really it is simple. Live it, walk it, show me your actions, give me something to model and to admire. Let our actions speak for us. Basically, walk the walk. Put your money where your mouth is, right? We can preach something, kindness, compassion, courage. We can talk about things, what we should do, what we want to do, what we think others should do. Words. I love words. I love words so much, obviously. <laughs> they are magic to me. They are art to me. But ultimately... Our actions, our actions, not our words, say it all. And our actions, not our words, are where we make our greatest impact. Hmm. Yeah. 
I love that. And I love you. And I hope that the next moments for you, maybe even the whole day, maybe even the whole week, are incredible and full of beautiful surprises. Um, and that you run into tons and tons of examples being lived out of kindness and that you are able to live your kindness out loud. Let's see what it does. Let's see what it does for you and for your week and for your world. Um, and if you do that and you notice a difference, I hope that you will come tell me about it. Shoot me an email. Seriously, shoot me an email. Tell me about your day and about your world. Tell me how kindness has shown its lovely face in your life. Yeah, awesome. Mwah. Well, that wraps up this Thursday's Tea Time Mini. I hope that you got from it something that felt like a breath of fresh air or a break from the regular hustle and bustle of your day to day. I hope that if you're struggling, this was the light at the end of your tunnel. And if you are already feeling great, I hope that this elevated your mood just that much more. Do you maybe know someone who needs what you got from this episode? Someone who could benefit from this little tidbit of motivation and inspiration? Well, taking just a few seconds to share it could make all the difference in the world for that someone and for me as well. So if you do share it, I'd be forever grateful. With that, I look forward to being here with you next week because life is always better with a friend and a cup of tea. Dear world, sending you all the hugs and kisses. Love, Delilah.